Hello, and welcome to Just Us Browns fans. This is Lisa. And this is James. And we are here again to talk to you about our favorite subject, the Cleveland Browns. Yes. So, we are going to continue in our series of breaking down a couple of some key performers, players on the team. And today's spotlight or breakdown is going to be with uh, our wide receiver, Jarvis Landry. Number 80, I do believe, is his number. Yes. For the Cleveland Godsons. Godson, yes. So, where do we start? Let's talk about what I think is uh, probably what I think of most when I when I think about Jarvis Landry. Um, and that's kind of around, you know, what type of expectations do, do we have for him on the field, off the field, that type of thing. And to me, Jarvis is kind of the leader of the team. Um, he is definitely probably one of the most vocal people on the team when it comes to the football stuff, not necessarily the foolish stuff. Um, and I really think that he, I see him continuing to hold that leadership role as we go into this new system with the new coach in next year. Mm-hmm. What about you? What Any thoughts about that whole thing? As far as him being a having a, a definite leadership role on the team. Yeah, or being the leader. Like I know Baker is the quarterback, but I don't see Baker as I don't I don't feel like Baker is mature enough, maybe, or experienced enough to be the leader. Or maybe I just I don't know, I I just don't see him in that role yet. No, that's a good take. Um, I don't even think about it enough, but yeah, he's one of the more veteran players. He's older than Baker and uh, definitely more uh, as far as him being vocal, when he is vocal, it's usually in a leadership type capacity. I mean, way more vocal than Miles. I'm not too sure if Miles tries to lead much at all. I mean, maybe by example when he's chasing quarterbacks, but, you know, Baker, he speaks a lot, but I'm not too sure if he always exhumes uh, mature. Maybe maybe that's what I'm looking for. Jarvis has a little bit more mature approach to leadership than Baker, and that's only natural. Could it be, too, that Baker says a lot of things, (laughs) <laughs> but not a lot of things that he says are serious, right? So while Baker gets a lot of, you know, publicity, headlines, whatever, there's a lot of talking going on, but it's not really, it's on other things, not, you know, field, play, that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. A little difference there. Right. Do you think, so here's another question that comes to mind. That, now, this is questioning in the other way. Do you feel like Jarvis is the number one receiver? Well, 
that brings me to a question that I kind of wanted to ask you. Okay. Or just a question that I wanted to pose, which is a question that I hear all the time and sometimes get tired of. I'm pretty sure you can guess what it is. You know, because they always want to pit one against the other. Okay. Who's better between him and OBJ? Don't you get tired of that? I do. It's so tired because I don't. I don't even see them occupying the same role, like space. I, I, I really, I see Jarvis's role a little different, and maybe that's wrong on my part. And mm-hmm. because I see his role slightly different, I don't really see the two of them competing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Jarvis will go over the middle and get you like two yards. Right, you know what I'm saying. I OBJ, yeah, yeah, but that's not that's not where I feel like he he is best. You know, he's the he's the you know guy taking folks long, and you know it's just it's just a difference. And like I said, I could be completely wrong about that. It might be preconceived notions. You know, that was one of the knocks on Jarvis. Like, well, he's got all these catches. But, you know, how many yards does he get per catch and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, mm-hmm. if you if you had to get the ball to somebody, who are you trying to get the ball to first? Mm. Wow. And does that, is that what determines who, who your number one is? I mean, to me, and maybe because I've seen it for two years now, Jarvis is more reliable. He feels more reliable. He feels more clutch, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, every time I get my hopes on some of the other wide receivers, it's like, oh, can you hold on to the ball? It was there. Why? Why, why are you dropping it? Right. Um, yeah. So last year was weird because we we lost we lost Hollywood like completely. So mm-hmm. I, you know, it's even hard to compare the wide receivers and I'm using the parentheses side because I'm like, did we have a, a set of wide receivers or did we only really have Jarvis? Hmm. <laughs> mm. Correct. Uh, wow. That's good stuff. And mm-hmm. he was also injured too. So then that makes me even question what I saw from him last year. So dude, as far as, playing, well, that's Jarvis and Odell though. True. They're the same true. Yeah. That's true. Because you question, well, I you you really only could give me 70%, right? Because of your injury. Mm-hmm. Uh 70, you know, 80%. So it's hard to make a judgment about, you know, what that person is based on watching them play injured. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. It's a tough one. Um, you know, like I said, people love to say, oh, they, let you, they just love to jump to the Jarvis is better card. And I'm not judging that. It's just an observation that I hear, you know, and I think I think those guys are both tops in certain categories, you know? Like, yeah, you know, Odell can definitely beat you long with his double moves. Odell might have a little bit more top end speed, maybe. You know? Okay. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. 
Odell can make Odell and Jarvis can make great catches. Uh, Odell seems to make real nice catches on maybe more when he's alone, but has to put his body in some type of crazy position to catch it. Whereas Jarvis will catch it in traffic. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Jarvis. Is, it seems like Jarvis is always catching it in traffic, but he's always he's also always catching for a first down, you know. Yeah. Whereas uh, Jarvis may be more of a possession receiver, and um, Odell's more of a big play receiver. Good, good categories. Good, absolutely the way I would quantify them. Um, but I do have to ask this question or make this point, you know, just to go back a little bit. We talk about Jarvis's um, maturity versus Baker's maturity. Mm-hmm. You know they're only two years apart, right? Mm-hmm. One is 27, one is 25. So okay. it's not like he's a, he's a, a young youth, you know? He only well, he's only been in the league. He's only been in the league two years. I'd, I'd say that's still young. And, okay. and and here's the thing, um, two years apart, but I'd say their maturity is more than two years apart, if you ask me. And maybe it's because Jarvis has a wife and kid. You know, Jarvis is on his second team now. You know, just like when you were in high Life. school or elementary school. You know, there's somebody the same age as you, but they always held a different level of maturity. Like, you act like my mom. You act like my dad or something like that, you know. (laughs) It's possible that Jarvis may have hung around older people when he was younger or may just come from a different set of circumstances to where his maturity kind of went to where it was. But I promise you that that contagious speech was uh, (laughs) unforgettable. It was crazy, and it is exactly like it's unforgettable. And it's like, okay, well, maybe, maybe I want to go play football now. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. Like, okay. Maybe I, I'm not gonna let anything hold me back. Because Jarvis said, I don't care if you're limping. I'll tell you what was, and the, and the funniest thing about that contagious speech was when the rookies made that. Oh my goodness, yes, that yeah. home video with the dude was on the stretcher, dude was on crutches. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. I was like, wow. So they got them back absolutely for that. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Two years apart, 25 and 27. But you think and when you're in your twenties, you know, you're going fast. And when you were 27, you were definitely better than when you were 25. You know what that's I mean? True. That's true. You were Fastly approaching 30. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, when when I thought I was 30, I was like, what was I thinking about when I was 20s, in my 20s, you know? And I thought I knew everything when I was 30. So, well, yes. (laughs) Every Mm -hmm. decade we look back on it like, oh man, what was we thinking? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. We, we we think about those regrets from the previous decade, like that other conversation we were having the other day. Yeah. You know, I, I wish I had my money and invested more, could have had 
half this block in houses. And then in the 30s, I wish I would have had different types of relationships. And then, whew, these 40s about to do and Lord knows, I thought I made some but I could have made them better. You know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You just, it is what it is. You got to keep it moving. Got to keep it moving. Can't can't stop and pause because if not, then you get you just get stuck. So okay, so let me ask you this question. Just what's your gut feel? Do you how would you grade Jarvis's year last year? A B C D F. Overall? Overall. Well, let's see. He gets points for eclipsing a thousand yards. Okay. Okay. So let's see. So that means it cannot be an F. Okay. A, if you get a thousand yards, the worst you can be, in my opinion, is a what a B. Okay, I would I would agree with that. Um, or, you okay. know, that's some wear and tear on your body because he did he he got he can't catch a thousand yards worth of balls without getting crumpled up sometimes. Okay. Um. <clears throat> yeah, many, I mean, let's, how many ahead. touchdowns? How times? Was he able to score? So it looks like he only got two, three, four, five, six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. How would that rate or uh, fit it to the score? The grade, so, brother. Um, okay, so well, since he only got six touchdowns, I don't think he'll be able to get any higher than a B. Okay. Okay. Looks like uh, he averaged uh, 73 yards per game. Okay. Yeah, he had one game where he had 160 yards, 167 yards. There's another game where he had 148 yards. Another game where he had 97 yards, 82 yards. And the rest of those games were 70 and lower. Now, in order to have a thousand yard average, I think that's what eighty yards per game. Uh, okay. I'm gonna and let so, you do the math. <laughs> my man had one, two, three, four, five, five games where he averaged under sixty. Okay. Mm, okay. Uh, but the game against the Broncos, he he had fifty one yards, but he had six receptions. Okay. So he was sort of vital in that. Seemed game. like he was very impactful. Yes. He he was impactful. So, I mean, he's solid B, steady Eddie. Yeah, I I I don't want to say a thousand is average. As a C, that's average, right? Duh, that's true. Yeah. So, uh, in in our opinion, a C would be average. I don't think a thousand yards is average because I don't think that the average receiver is getting a thousand yards. Okay, and across so, the league. I hate to say C plus or B minus. I'll say B, and B goes anywhere from a B minus to a B plus. But I hate for people to people always want to give you that little backdoor 
kicked by saying, oh, B minus. You know, that is such an <laughs> insult when they say B minus or A minus. I'll just say a B. A B. Okay. What do you expect of him this upcoming year? Is he going to get over? He had 1,174 yards. Will he do better or will he score more? Will he gain more? Let me say that. Will he gain more yards and will he score more touchdowns? If he is 100, well, no. If he is healthy enough to play all 16 games, which is a question because he still may be rehabbing from that surgery he had. Um, this is true. Odell. Yeah, I believe Odell is farther than him. I heard he was catching passes from Cam Newton, by the way, out west. Yes, I, I that. saw that. It was kind of okay. interesting. So I guess he's he, and he's even actually running now in straight lines and stuff. But he's advancing, which is good news. But I haven't heard anything for Jarvis. Um, I believe Jarvis is a solid player, um, immature, and I would not expect anything less than what he did last year. And if he does the same thing last year that he did, if he does the same thing this year that he did last year, I would still be pleased with him because I cannot be displeased with a player that is a B grade. I think you want all A's and B's on your team. Okay. So I would say he'll probably get another 1,000 yards at the least, and I'm sure he'll probably get another six touchdowns at the least. And who knows, he'll probably average – anywhere from between 60 and 80 yards per game. I am kind of interested to see how this is going to work out with what kind of feels like there'll be an emphasis on the tight ends and the role they're going to play in the passing game. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you get Higgins back and you get uh, Hollywood. Hollywood. You get Odell back. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, hmm, this is going to be interesting to see how they slice this up. Um, yeah, I, I would much, if they all, you know, end up with, like you said, low <clears throat> or just just about, just, just above average from the standpoint of yards, <clears throat> excuse me, but the touchdowns are up, then I'm, I'm straight. Yeah, I mean, even if the touchdowns aren't, uh, we have so many playmakers on our team because who knows how many Nick Chubb is going to, you know, is going to bust. Because let's say Jarvis averages 80 games, but he always gets to the five-yard line and he gets tackled, but Nick Chubb runs it in every time. You know, I would still be, yeah, I would still be pleased because that's, you know, hey, that's that's team ball. Right, So. You got to get there before you can score it. Right. Just get us inside the 10 so we can hand the ball off or hit those tight ends on a nice play uh, play action fade or whatever in the end zone, whatever type of schemes they come up with. And because, like I said, there's so many playmakers. You know, what's that, five playmakers? Let's see, Jarvis, Odell, uh, Najoku, the other tight end. That we sign, and then let's say um, uh, Nick Chubb, and let's include Kareem Hunt. That is six, six playmakers right there, who could who could easily take it in from within the ten yard line if we can get down there. Oh, and yeah. just think, if each of those guys 
uh, each of those guys average. Let's say each of those guys, all of those guys get six, six touchdowns. That's thirty-six touchdowns. Um, you yeah. know, that, yeah, you know, that's a little bit over two touchdowns a game. Uh, okay. I don't know. I guess that's not that's not really enough, is it? <laughs> well, it depends on how many depends on how many your defense give up. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> that always exactly. is the that's always the kicker because. Uh, you can score one touchdown a game, but if you don't give up none, you still come out on top. But you know, this is right. this is the NFL, so chances of that of that happening is is none. But yeah, this this has the potential to be a very interesting year. Um, I know at some point here in the near future, we are going to have a little chit chat about uh, you know some world issues and how they are impeding upon the world of sports because uh, the corona uh, there's a lot of people popping up testing positive uh, which is going to happen in sports because it's kind of the nature of the beast <clears throat> can't really play it without being on top of one another so, it's a new world it used to yeah. be people would get the flu and they'd still let them play <laughs> right so mm-hmm. We definitely um, that impact what kind of season we have if we have a season, season with fans, season without fans. Um, I'm just hoping that the uh, us Browns fans we don't get uh, how shall we put it, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, screwed out of a great season because of what's going on in the world today. Right. Yeah, I mean, but that's life. I mean, for whatever reason, we get screwed out of a great season for a new reason every year. <laughs> so this team has to be able to overcome. Well, okay. assuming that they even are allowed to play, though. You know what I'm saying? So Assuming, right. Right. Some of it may not even be in their hands. Um so, yeah, we will definitely see. So, I know you wanted to touch on something before we wrap up for today. Okay. What we have coming up in the future. Well, something that's been on our minds for a while. Okay. <laughs> and we will be changing the name. And one or two small changes to the format. Right now, we are running under the moniker of Just Us Browns Fans. In the future, you can look forward to hearing us under Just Us Fans. And we'll be speaking about the Browns probably primarily, but we may speak about more than just the Browns. Yeah. Like a um, ninety ten split, <laughs> possibly a ninety ten split. Yeah, because yeah. I have some interesting uh, thoughts on, say, Cam Newton or maybe a Colin Kaepernick uh, situation. But yeah, stay tuned, stay with us. We will have more surprises um, 
but just a little tidbit, we will have a new name called Just Us Fans. And that is only beginning of uh, what we have in store for our listeners. Absolutely. So, until next time. Go Browns. Go Browns.